Hi everyone, welcome to Lola's Frugal Life. This is episode number 211, and today we're going to be talking about tips for a debt-free life. So please stick around for a few quick words from our sponsor, and we'll get right into the show. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Today's episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If there is something interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can start communicating in under 48 hours. It's not a crisis line. It's not self-help. It's professional counseling done securely online. There is a broad range of expertise available, which may not be available to you locally. The service is available for clients worldwide. You can log into your account anytime and send a message to your counselor. You'll get timely and thoughtful responses, plus you can schedule weekly video or phone sessions so you won't ever have to sit in an uncomfortable waiting room as with traditional therapy. BetterHelp is committed to facilitating great therapeutic matches so they make it easy and free to change counselors if needed. It's more affordable than traditional offline counseling and financial aid is available. BetterHelp wants you to start living a happier life today. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Lola, that's Better H-E-L-P, and join the over 1 million people who have taken charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. This podcast is sponsored by BetterHelp, and Lola's Frugal Life listeners get 10% off their first month at BetterHelp.com slash Lola. Hi, everyone. So today, real quick, before we get into the topic, I just wanted to remind you that for the month of June 2021, which as of the date this comes out, there's only three days left, I'm running a $5 Amazon gift card giveaway. So there's two ways to enter. The first way is to leave a review on Apple Podcasts and send me a screenshot of the review. The second way is to screenshot the show, post post it, and tag me on Instagram. And um, either way, either way you enter, you just need to email me. Um, like I said, email me the screenshot of the show or just email me that you tagged me on Instagram. But I need you to email because email me because I need your email address so that I can send you the code for the digital gift card if you win. So you can email me at lolasfrugalife at gmail.com and the winner will be randomly chosen from all entries received and I will contact you during the first week of July. Okay, so let's talk about um, tips for a debt-free life. So I guess first I just want to talk about why we are always trying to strive for a debt-free life as part of a frugal lifestyle. So frugality is all about being intentional with your money. You know, we're always trying to make sure that we put do- put every dollar um, towards the things that are most important to us. And when we're having to take some of those dollars each month and put them towards debt payments, it leaves us with less to put towards our priorities. So you wanna make sure that you're spending time thinking about what your priorities are and why you want to be able to have more resources to devote to them. Just kind of thinking through that can really help you like solidify why you don't wanna have debt and why you wanna make sure that you can use all the money that you have um, the best that you can towards those priorities. And it doesn't mean that your priorities have to be things that you want to spend money on, 
Your priority might be time. Maybe you just want more time with family and friends or time to travel. You know, it can be just having that freedom that if you're out of debt, maybe you don't need to earn as much because um, you don't have as much bills to pay. And then you can have that freedom to spend more time doing what you want. Um, but it might be money too. You might want to have more money available to save up to um, travel or to be more generous. You know, maybe there are certain charities you want to support. Um, you know, it's, it's important to really think about what it is that you want to get out of having more money because that can really help motivate you with um, staying out of debt. And I think for a lot of us, kind of the first step of living a frugal lifestyle is getting out of debt. You know, sometimes we might have student loans, car loans, credit card debt, whatever it is that we're trying to get out of. Um, but it's it's kind of that first step to living a frugal life. So it's important to just kind of think about the debt and understand that debt does not have to be a way of life. I think that so many of us grow up hearing the message that that's just part of life and you know, you're always going to have these bills to pay. And um, instead of doing everything we can to avoid debt, we consider it unavoidable, which can make us much more willing to take it on because we just kind of hear that message over and over that it's just, it's just how it is. You know, if you want things, you're going to have to borrow money and pay it off. And um, if you really believe that you'll always have debt, there's not much motivation to do things to avoid it. So today I just wanted to talk about um, some things to think about if you are really determined to avoid debt. Um, I have other episodes with tips on getting out of debt. This episode, I'm not really going to focus so much on getting out of debt. I want to focus more on avoiding new debt because the most important part of getting out of debt is not taking on more debt. There's all kinds of um, plans and motivation and things you can follow. Um, like I said, I have other episodes on that to get out of debt. But if you continue to enter into new debt in the future, it's kind of pointless to go through all that. You really need to change um, how you think about debt and make sure that you're avoiding it going forward. So, you know, of course, there are situations that come up where, where we end up feeling like there's no alternative than to go into debt to handle a situation. And sometimes this might truly be the case. If a true emergency comes up and we don't have the resources to cover it, we may be left with no other choice but to go into debt. A lot of times this might happen when there's a medical emergency, but sometimes there's alternatives that we might not even consider because we're just so used to saying, oh my gosh, this happened, I'm gonna have to put it on a credit card. So when you decide that you will use debt only as a very last resort, it really allows you to be creative and think of alternative ways to be able to address different situations. Um, it's really important to consider alternatives when something needs to be repaired or replaced or um, you know, if some kind of situation comes up that you feel like you're gonna have to go into debt for. And you know, when these situations come up, you want to try and be really honest with yourself about how much an emergency the situation really is. Like, can you live without it for a while to give yourself time to save up the cost of whatever unexpected expense might be? Um, so say like your dishwasher breaks and you have no cash to repair or replace it. You can actually wash dishes by hand <laughs> until you save up. 
Um, you know, if you're if you're not opposed to debt, you might not even consider that option. Um, you might likely just go run out, go to the local home improvement store, get their you know 24 month uh, no interest payment plan, or you know whatever special they currently have, or just put it on whatever credit card you use. You know, you don't you don't even necessarily think that wow, maybe this isn't really an emergency for those types of situations where you can probably get by until you save up. You know, you'll be surprised at how many times there really are alternative resolutions for situations that don't involve going into debt. So I think part of the problem is that many of us are raised in a way that if something in your home breaks, you just fix it. Um, This is the case whether we have the money for the repair or not. And I think a lot of times, unless it's something of an urgent nature, like a roof repair or um, you know heat in your home, things like that, sometimes we just need to take the time to consider if we can do without it until we can save up the cash. Um, so I think it's really just about, to, to me, I think the most important part of living a debt-free life is changing your mindset about debt and um, you know, keeping it really only as a last resort. I totally understand. Um, I know some people say no debt, no matter what, and, and I would love for that to be the case. I always hope for that to be the case, but I do understand that sometimes there's just something, especially when medical situations come up, that usually kind of tends to be the area where we really just don't have any control. But there's other situations that come up too where, you know, something is really an emergency and we find ourselves where we end up going into debt for it. But I think that if we take steps to avoid debt and we really consider all the alternatives when we find ourselves in that situation, in the long run, we can really limit the amount of debt that we ever take on. And once we're in a position where we have our emergency fund in place and, um, you know, we're always kind of watching Um, our budget and where our dollars go that we can really um, live a life that pretty much can be debt-free after a point of time. Like I said, unless some like serious emergency happens that just kind of, you know, you don't have any control over. So I think the next most important thing after really changing your mindset about taking on new debt is to build your emergency fund. Um, so, of course, I've, I have at least an episode or two about, um, you know, re- building your emergency fund, how to decide how much you need in your emergency fund. Generally, they say three to six months of expenses. Um, but the thing is, is that if you're determined to stay out of debt, like even if you're determined to stay out of debt is what I mean, there's going to be emergencies that are going to come up. So having an emergency fund allows you to address most situations without having to use debt Um, or having to wait an extended period of time to address a situation. So if you don't have an emergency fund yet, or you don't yet have a fully funded emergency fund, then it's a good idea to really try and consider making that a priority. Um, If you're still getting out of debt, there's some debate on how much you should put into your emergency fund until you have your debt paid off. Um, I tend to lean on the higher end of how much to have in an emergency fund, Um, not fully funded, but higher than like that $1,000 threshold that is sometimes um, suggested, just because I feel like it's so important to have that there, um, even while you're going through paying off debt, because if anything comes up during that time 
and you don't have any resource to fund it, you could find yourself in a situation where you're going back into debt again. But if you have an emergency fund there that can cover most situations, um, it just really helps you with not having to use debt to resolve an issue. And it actually seems like it helps you with thinking through situations also because when you work so hard to build up that emergency fund, it's really hard to want to take money out of it. So even just that alone definitely helps you be thoughtful and creative about how to address situations and really consider if you really have to pull that money out now or if there's a different way to do it. Um, you know, so it kind of using that cash that you saved up, it really does have an impact on um, how you use it. You don't want to pull it out. It's not as easy as just swiping a credit card and paying it off later. You're taking out money that you actually worked really hard and took a lot of time to save up. So emergency fund, I think, is super important to living a debt-free life. Um, another one, of course, everybody knows we're going to talk about a budget. Um, you know, setting a budget and sticking to it of course is really important because in order to stay out of debt, it's really important to know what money you have coming in and what money you have going out. And if your budget shows that you're spending more than you have coming in, you're never gonna be able to stay out of debt. If your income is matching your expenses, that's gonna be an issue too because if anything unexpected comes up, you're gonna be tempted to use debt. So it's really important to have room in your budget to include money um, to be put to savings, whether that's building your emergency fund or just saving up for other things that you know you want to save up for in your life, whether those be sinking funds for different, um, you know, maybe you want to save up for vacations or, um, you know, of course, as part of your regular budget, you want to have sinking funds for things like car expenses and medical bills and that type of stuff. But above and beyond that, maybe there's other things that you want to just be able to save up for. So you want to always kind of try and have a budget that has room for those savings. And you're going to find that sometimes people are going to interpret the fact that you live on a budget as a bad thing. Um, some people might think that being on a budget is restricting yourself. Others think it means you're struggling financially. None of that is even true. I mean, it could be true. Maybe you're struggling and you're on a budget because you want to make yourself do better. But there's many people that are not struggling financially and are on a budget because they just want to be able to manage their money. Um, living on a budget, it's just taking a proactive approach to managing your money, which is so important to staying out of debt. So don't let people um, bring you down if you say, oh, that's not in my budget or, you know, well, I'm trying to, you know, work on my budget or whatever. And, you know, sometimes they'll kind of act like you're crazy for living that way. It's not. It's so important. Um, and it's, it's really smart to do. It's, there's nothing wrong with living on a budget. Um, and then, you know, as part of your budget, as you're tracking your, your expenses, if you have times that you find that you came in under budget on some category or just in like your general weekly spending, um, try to at least put some of that excess into savings, either savings for something in particular or just like maybe some little extra just in case type money. Um, sometimes when we find some extra cash in our budget, we can be tempted to just spend it on the things we weren't planning on spending money on. Maybe try and just keep some aside for fun and then put the rest aside for savings. The more often you can be intentional with any extra dollars you find, the less likely you will find the need to use debt to handle situations in your life. And like I mentioned um, 
briefly a second ago about the sinking funds as part of your budget. You do want to make sure that part of your budget process includes sinking funds. Um, I Again, I do have a separate episode going into more detail on setting up sinking funds, but just as a kind of high level, sinking funds are kind of like little buckets of money that you save up for specific things that don't occur regularly throughout the year. Like if it's, say for example, maybe you have a sinking fund for annual homeowner's insurance payment or annual vet visits for your pet or car repairs, things like that. Um, you wanna really think through the whole year and think about all the expenses that come up throughout the year so that you can decide how much you wanna put away um, each week or each month or whatever to have for when those expenses come up. Because if you're just saying, okay, here's my income each month, here's my regular monthly expenses, and you budget that way, you're gonna get totally caught off guard when all of a sudden you're like, oh my gosh, I totally wasn't thinking that I have this $1,000 insurance premium coming due next month and I don't have it in my budget. So it's not just those monthly income and expenses, it's you really need to think through um, what, what are those um, non-regular expenses that come up throughout the year that you can be putting money aside for each week so that when the time comes, you're like, oh, that's fine, I have the money set aside already, we're good to go. Because um, if you, if you it's, it's really the worst um, when you're not, when you're just like tracking along to your budget and you're not thinking of those things and then all of a sudden it comes up and you're like, oh no, that's what used to mess me up in my budget so much when I first started budgeting. I would just kind of think like I'd be able to cover them in my weekly spending when those things came up. And of course other things would happen that week and then I'd wind up being way over budget and then I'd be trying to catch up and it just really, um, it really would mess me up all the time. So. It's not gonna be perfect when you first start thinking through your sinking funds, you're gonna forget things, but as these things come up, then you could say, okay, oh, I totally didn't think about that annual vet visit. Starting today, I'm gonna start a sinking fund so that when that time comes around next year, I already have the money set aside. So it's just kind of tweaking it as you go along. And you always wanna be thinking about contingency plans too. Um, You know, when you look at your budget, you wanna really decide like what would happen if you did have a financial emergency. Um, like say for example, you were out of work for a month. Maybe you had a medical issue or you know you got laid off and you need to look for another job, like whatever could possibly happen. You wanna know already before something like that happens, what would get cut out of your budget? Like you wanna have a plan so that you say, so that you don't have to worry, so that you know like, okay, if this happened, we could survive for this amount of time if we cut out all of our dining, entertainment, travel, um, you know, anything that's in the budget that is not necessary. You, you wanna think like, how would we live if we were in like a true emergency situation? Um, and doing that, it really just kind of gives you peace of mind to know what you would do if you had an emergency situation and to know that you'd be able to handle it. And if you wouldn't be able to handle it, then maybe that gives you an indication that maybe you need a little bit more in that emergency fund so that you could pull from that to get you through a period of time. So that's all I have to say about um, tips for a debt-free life today. I really think the most important part is really just having that mindset that you're not gonna go into debt unless it's like the absolute last resort and you've considered all other options and there's really no way around it because that will really help keep you out of debt. 
So that's it for today. I hope this episode was helpful to you. Um, don't forget you can email me with any questions or suggestions at lolasfrugallife at gmail.com and you can also email me there for your entries for the $5 Amazon gift card giveaway. You can follow me on Instagram and Facebook at lolasfrugallife. You can find blog posts of each episode on my website at lolasfrugallife.com and you can also join our private listeners group on Facebook. Um, it's at facebook.com slash groups slash life. I'd really love to have you there. We have um, a bunch of nice people in that group and I'd really like to see it grow. If you enjoy the show, please make sure to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, YouTube, or wherever you listen from. And I would love it if you'd screenshot the show and tag me on Instagram. Also, if you could take a couple seconds um, to rate and review the podcast, that would be really helpful to me. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening and I hope you have a really awesome day.